0: Check, check, mic check. check. show on polpomx.com taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host steve
1: mathis
2: what a day what a day welcome to the fly racing moto 60 show presented by nfab we are through thursday it's live it's uh, january 16th and we have anaheim 2 coming up this weekend uh, great, uh, great race in Phoenix. Um, we're going to be have some top-notch uh, pronosticators talking about this race. Uh, Jason Wygant and Jason Thomas will join us in a little bit to go over what we saw at Phoenix and what we think we're going to see at A2. This show is going to be a lot about uh, just looking ahead to the race instead of looking back. We have the Pulp Mech Show on Monday nights. We have the Racer X podcast review. We have a lot of things going on that talk about the race that was. But what about the race that's going to be? There's nothing. Except for the Fly Racing Moto 60 show, presented by NFAB. So we're going to take a look at A2 uh, with an eye towards Phoenix and what happened and what we can expect to see going on 702-586-7857. Give us a call right now. Uh, Tell us what's on your mind. What do you think? Is this the start of a Ryan Villopoto run? Is this uh, our Dean Wilson's championship hopes over with a 4-4 after two rounds? Uh, Let us know. Give us a call. We're going to give away um, some two tickets with pit passes to... Anaheim, too, courtesy of NFAB. NFAB, the industry leader in Jeep and truck products. They make quality Nerf bars, pre runners, other off road accessories. NFAB designs and manufactures the strongest, most durable, best looking Nerf bars. N FAB.com, anything you need for your truck, they got it. And uh, they're also a proud associate sponsor of JGR Yamaha and Justin Brayton, Josh Grant, Phil Nicoletti. Perhaps we've seen Nicoletti this weekend. We're going to talk to Jason Wygan about that, see if he knows anything more about the, the scoop. And, of course, Fly Racing. Fly Racing designs its racewear to complement a rider's natural movements on the motorcycle. No unnecessary distractions, just straightforward, no-nonsense, function, fit, and style. Fly Racing products are distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. 702-586-7857. Give us a call. I'm Steve Mathis with me, taking your calls, handling everything behind the scenes, and uh, basically deciding whether or not you get on the air and who wins this stuff. Is uh, the TITS legendary TITS? What's up? What's up? What do you think of your guy Dunge? That had to hurt. It
0: seems like almost every week. It's it's. I just think you're so close.
2: He I, he is a terrific, fantastic rider.
0: He just lacks that little extra. Just you know, go for it. Get under. He condo. hung
2: a ride in the whoops.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. Did, I didn't see that, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me.
2: Um. um all right um yeah definitely not uh not a good not a good race for him although hey he's now gone two three in two races so he, he's, one he's point looking back good. To I RV. Mean, yeah
0: one point back he can't complain about that but you got to think that if he would have would have just gone for
2: it he could probably have two w's in the book right now yeah i i thought he was going to win uh early on i thought barcher was going to win and then later on i thought that uh Dunge was going to win so yeah who knows but uh, uh thank you for listening and uh, we're going to give away a Fly Racing uh, control package. <clears throat> Consists of aero tapered handlebars, Pilot 2 MX grips, a billet kill switch, and easy pull pro lever kit. 225 bucks. Who knew that Fly made such quality, quality stuff for your bike? They don't just make gear. Oh, no. They make stuff for uh, for your bike also and quality stuff. And uh, Jason Thomas will be on in a little bit to talk about that. All right. We got uh, Mike on the line. Mike, what's up, man?
3: Not a whole lot. How's it going? Good. What's happening? Uh, I was just uh, calling for the Supercross tickets. I'd really like to go to Anaheim. That'd be awesome. Where do you live? Uh, in Menifee.
2: Why don't you already have tickets? I don't
3: understand. Um, I just didn't get around to getting any. I couldn't really afford it. <clears throat>
2: Did you go to the first one? No. Jeez, Mike, you sound like an ideal guy to win these tickets, courtesy Van Fab. You didn't go uh, to the first one.
3: That would be awesome.
2: You didn't go to the first one. You can't afford to go. But because of nfab you are going you're going to Anaheim too courtesy of nfab uh two tickets with pit passes um we're going to overnight them to you folks at nfab will overnight them to you today and get you uh get them to you for uh, for tomorrow so
3: that's awesome for tomorrow for Saturday yeah
2: awesome. they'll, they'll get to your house tomorrow for Saturday's race exactly so uh perfect perfect um, thanks for listening to the fly racing Moto 60 show
3: no problem thank you so much N-Fab rocks man thank uh, you
2: all right thanks Mike uh, courtesy of nfab that's right uh, oh, I just hung up on Mike. Oops. I felt so dramatic to just hang up on him. Mike, call back. Call back and no, don't pretend you're Mike if you want the tickets. That's uh, good. Classic. That's good. Yeah, we need to get well, Mike's address. Well played. Uh, I think he's calling back. All right, that's, thank that's, God. This is Mike. Thank God for that. All right, so uh, questions for you about this weekend. James Stewart. What about James Stewart uh, and his, his race in Phoenix? Said he was sick, had a bad practice crash and uh managed a fourth in the main which isn't too bad but uh could be better for James Stewart what's he going to do this weekend we talk about i talk about if this is a brand new James Stewart or not um i get a lot of laughter about that but uh you know what maybe i was wrong the practice crash at um at uh, phoenix was certainly kind of like the old James Stewart a little bit right just a simple simple little on off and clips it and goes on goes all the way over so Justin Brayton, great ride by Justin Brayton, man. Second place. Um, Does this mean he's for real? Does JGR Yamaha's Justin Brayton taking the NFAB sponsorship deal and then uh, going on to career bests? Nick Schmidt, Matt Moss, they're solid. And um, uh, no over-under bridge this weekend, people, by the way. There was a track map that came out, and I'm going to ask Jason Wigand about this um whether or not uh what happened to the track map that Racer X put out that had an over under bridge. I love over under bridges. They open up the stadium. They allow you to do so much more. Um they give you an opportunity to make a little straight section if you want or or to cross over from one side to another. They just open it up instead of the traditional lane to lane to lane. Um and I like it. And it was on the track map and I don't know what happened. I got very excited but I texted this morning and uh today Prater from Feld uh, Motorsports and um yeah. No over underbridge. So I don't know what happened with that with that track map. It's very very strange. But anyway, thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. This thing's killing it so far. Our listeners are great. Um happy with the number of listeners and happy to uh, give away some stuff from Fly Racing and NFAB tickets to Anaheim from NFAB. So that's all uh, that's all a great thing and we're taking your calls on this show. We're t- t- asking you what you think about the A2 702-586-7857. Call in, let us know. We're still going to give away the Fly Racing Control Pack, courtesy of those guys. And uh, right now, let's get to the guy who can maybe answer that question about Over Under Bridge. RacerX Online Zone, Jason Wygant. Weege.
1: Uh, I can answer nothing about the track. I have never been more confused with a track map, photos of a track, an animated track map, and YouTube videos of an old track map. None of them match.
2: Are you, are you uh, not in charge of RacerX Online? Yes. You are? Okay. Yeah. Um, did you not put a track map with a with a over under bridge on the on the, on the thing?
1: Ah uh, yes. And here's where the plot thickened. Track map was posted. A couple hours later, Feld said, "Wait, wait, wait. The guy drew the wrong map. He had the wrong map. That animated track map is not accurate. We have to get a new one made. <laughs> and I haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. I don't know how quickly the guy can make one. This I like, think was yesterday or maybe Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Uh, so
2: no over under bridge."
1: No, I believe there will be an over-under no, bridge. there will I just think there, it will be. No, a, no there will yeah, not be. Uh, w- nope.
2: I texted Prater.
1: Oh, now you know there will not be.
2: There will not be an over-under bridge. Uh,
1: then the controversy is, is it a replica of the 2001 Anaheim 2 track or the 2001 Anaheim 1 track? Now, I watched Anaheim 2 to match it to the track map, the now inaccurate track map, and mm-hmm. they did match, and they both did have an over-under bridge but I didn't watch Anaheim 1 from that year. So does that not have an over-under, or is there nothing in common with these two tracks? Any ideas?
2: No, no idea. Just just, just know that there's no over-under, and I'm sad. That's all I know. I I. Didn't, yeah,
1: I, I know that's why you were going. That's why you were going.
2: I did not go back and watch old races like you. Um, although it would be interesting to see, like, say, say 2001, Anaheim 2. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Um, uh, Ricky Carmichael goes, uh, you know, Two, three, two in a section. Uh, now the guys would go five, four and out. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but if you go back and watch those YouTube videos, people are going to say there's blasts on this. But I just watched 2001 Anaheim 2 about an hour ago. They are slow. Oh. They're going 70% as fast as the Rodgers go now. Yeah. Obviously, it bikes more than anything else, but that's just reality.
2: Yeah, no, it's really the bikes. The bikes have done it. And it's not that, you know, these guys are so much better. They are better a little bit, but the bikes are just so good.
1: Yeah, everything is just, everything's gotten, uh, everything's evolved along with it. The bikes get better. The riders learn how to ride them better. But uh, as far as the track, I, I literally heard these conflicting reports. Yes, it's the Anaheim 1 track from 2001, McGrath's last win. But McGrath's last win was actually Anaheim
2: 2. All right,
1: And then the press release also says, they're celebrating uh, 2001 this weekend because that was McGrath's last full season. That is not true. He raced all of 2002 as well.
2: He did. Right. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, so conflicting facts and ideas are just flying in every direction right now. Our guy Aaron Hansel has found three different drawings for Anaheim II. Oh,
2: three wow, different okay. track
1: map drawings. Three oh. different.
2: Yeah. Well, the, this is exciting. Then this is yeah, exciting. What, right, right. what are we going to have? What I suggested, I suggested Summercross to the guys that fell, but uh, that was not uh, looked upon very well.
1: So. Uh, as, a, as a name?
2: Yeah. If you're going to copy something, copy that.
1: Oh, copy cross. I thought you were saying they should name a race in January, oh, Summercross.
2: No, no, no. Copy yeah. Summercross track layout. It was fantastic.
1: Uh, there, uh, this reminded me of something. I know we got to get some calls here, but... Uh, I went to dinner with a Bill West at Anaheim 1. Uh, people probably know Bill West, one of the old school promoters of the sport at Gainesville, uh, and a lot of races in Florida. He claims that in the 1994 Tampa Supercross won by none other than Michael the Stingray Craig. Mm-hmm. He said in practice they had a honest to God alligator jump on the track. What? Yes. That's what he says.
2: Is is he talking yeah. about a dragon back and then? But back then it was called an alligator back.
1: Or... No, he said in between a jump that everyone was going to jump. They literally had an alligator in there, and the animal rights people went nuts, and they had to take the alligator out.
2: <laughs> I did not know this. You know what? The Alligator pit has existed. And it has pit. been done. Right, and that would explain Mike <laughs> Craig winning. Just stra- you know, just strange, <laughs> strange things happening, and then so Mike yeah, Craig I wins. Think, right.
1: I think you're onto something there. You're right.
2: Chanceability ability that Mike Craig took the, took the alligator and perhaps sacrificed it or something, you know, and then, and then ended up winning. I don't know. Um,
1: yeah, the alligator was probably on Craig's boat hanging out with him like three days later.
2: Right. Hey, so you're, <laughs> you're down there in JGR headquarter land. What do we know about Josh Grant and Phil Nicoletti? What do we know?
1: Well, Phil went testing um, yesterday. They needed to do his photo shoot, too. They basically had to rush everything. Their plan was to make sure he had all his beard with the right logos and a poster and all this stuff done by Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And now they might have to rush it. But Grant gets the first option. He had an MRI Monday. Nothing's uh, uh, damaged to the point where he needs surgery, so it really comes down to you if he can. So they said, well, you've got to go out and ride either Thursday or Friday and at least do 20 laps or do enough laps where you know you can do 20 laps. So I bet you they won't decide until tomorrow afternoon. But they won't decide Saturday. They will know by Friday. They're not going to have both guys ready to race Saturday. That's ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Wow. That would be gnarly. Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Yeah. You're not going to have, you know, both of them in the truck, Daniel McCoy, Matt Bonney style.
2: (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, It should be interesting to see what do you think happens.
1: Uh, I think Grant's going to give it a go. That would be my guess. I think, and I don't want to give credit here as a game-changer and innovator, that you were the one that was on this tip. But uh, I believe that Grant, like any other rider in this position, is a bit threatened by this and is going to do whatever he can to get out there. Now, if he can literally not do a lap, obviously he has no choice. Right. But I think if there's any way possible that he can suit up, do a handful of laps tomorrow at the Yamaha track, and at least get one more shot on Saturday, he's going to do it.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, this, uh, the, the sword of Phil Nicoletti hanging over him. It is weird, but
1: in a way, and no one will ever know this but Grant himself, but in a way I wonder if he even, you know, he went out for opening ceremonies to see if he could go with Phoenix. And I wonder if even that was a factor. We, mm-hmm. It's uncharted territory, man. A team's never had this situation, so we don't know how people are going to react.
2: Yeah. No. I don't. Interesting to be watching out uh, going forward from here. Um, you're of the uh, you're of the mindset that uh, you think RV can rip off some wins here. You think this was not this win in Phoenix was a uh, was a stamp, and uh, and we could be in for a little bit of a of a run here.
1: Well, uh, I've been watching the races the last couple of years, um, so that's where my evidence comes from. We've seen him do this before. I know at the beginning of every season, it just seems impossible to imagine that any one rider could dominate because there are always so many capable names. But this is the standard Ryan Villopoto formula. Mm-hmm. We go into the year thinking anybody can win, and then he dominates, and then we go to the next year thinking anyone can win, and he dominates again. We're, we're literally posting a Ricky Carmichael interview on the RacerX site as we speak where he says, the years of just one or two guys being able to win are over. The field is just too deep and too talented. There is a three-time and defending champion in the races and he went from 10th to first last week. Yeah. Yeah. That's my evidence.
2: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I hear you. Um we we've talked about it before. We like to just overwrite or uh, write off Rainville Poto for some reason or another and then he's just there. That's it. So. Um he's
1: really as dominant as anyone has ever been, but it just doesn't seem that way for some reason. Maybe yeah. I I mean all right, I guess there were times McGrath would win virtually every race. He's never been that good. Is that the difference? He only wins ten, yeah. when McGrath wins right. sixteen. Maybe that's the difference.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's get to some calls. Mav from Australia, what's up, man?
4: <laughs> nah, it's actually England, not Australia.
2: Uh, uh oh. it's close enough, right? Uh, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. we—it's we, it's not America. So if Mav all. committed a crime back in the day, he would be sent to Australia.
4: Yeah, yeah. There, there you <laughs> go. And <laughs> right. I may do so. Right.
2: Um, yeah. No, my question was
4: um, basically how many seasons can uh, the Pro Circuit team go if they don't win a championship this season? Um, does that kind of lose some of their mystique, basically, of like, if I go to that team, I can win?
2: Well, yeah, um, we've seen a little shift here. Uh, Mitch Payton tried to get uh, Muskan. He tried to get Jason Anderson. Uh, those guys stayed where they were. There's no doubt PC's off to a pretty crappy start this year. They Last year they captured one win. I believe. Yep. Um, I don't know. What do you think? We each changing the guard a little bit?
1: Yeah, I, I think that factor, especially the idea that they could get riders before they could get riders for even less money too. Uh, I think that's definitely gone. Um, now that all the teams are cherry picking deep into the amateur ranks, I don't think that there's really any clout there anymore. Like if you have three brands coming to you and one says, but well, we have Mitch Payton and pro circuit. I don't think that resonates with the, the 13 or 14 year old superstar. Uh, like it used to. And there's a lot of things even deeper than that. It's not just the team. Uh, not too long ago, even the non Pro Circuit teams were still running Pro Circuit motors and pipes and stuff. Now they're not doing that anymore. It's kind of, that's almost a little bit shady because I think what happened is the teams used Pro Circuit motors for five years, figured out what it took to make them pick, and then just started building them on their own. Yeah. But it's all falling apart now.
4: It's kind of like the team Honda as well.
2: Uh, you mean like back in the '80s to now or whatever? Like some yeah, yeah, you know, yeah '90s yep. even, right? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's been a long time since uh, Honda won. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. It's an interesting yep. thing to look at for sure going forward. You know, Mitch. Mitch has told me before, the it's Team Green's job to get the kids. It's not my job. Whereas the Geico guys are doing it directly, and the Star guys are doing it directly, and and um, they're going right into the those teams themselves are going to the amateur races. Mitch says, hey, it's Team Green. It's Kawasaki Team Green's deal to get them. And uh, maybe they're not getting them. Weeds, we you follow this stuff closer. Uh, Trey Kennard, Justin Bogle, uh, all Team Green kids at, were, that were snatched away um, at some point by the Geico machine. Um, and and there's just more coming. There's just more. They're maybe a little more aggressive at Loretta's, huh, again?
1: Well, I think it comes down to when it's one team. The amateur team and the pro team are the same. They can give you exactly what you want. And if you're a parent of one of these kids, What's the obvious question you're going to ask? We want a guaranteed pro deal. Can you do that? Team Green has to say, we'll go try to work on that with Mitch. The Geico guys say, yeah, we're that team. Yeah. Sure. Uh, hard to beat that. And I also uh, Eli Tomek was a Suzuki prospect coming through, and Suzuki's amateur program started to go by the wayside. And I believe he and his dad just pretty, set, pretty much said, well, obviously the Geico team is the team to be on. That's where we're going to go. Uh, And that speaks volumes. I mean, they still have him. He's still going to keep generating wins for them. And they went there completely on their reputation. They chose them.
5: Think about that.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Thanks, Mav. Good Good luck. Thanks, Uh, Mav from England. Tits. Not Australia.
0: To be fair, they sound pretty close. And he didn't tell me where I was. Oh, you took a guess. I took a guess. All right. Yeah. Uh, that way you weren't, like, if he was long distance, you weren't going to leave him on hold a long time. Right. I tried right, to help, but okay. clearly I miscalled that Uh,
2: one. why again? Um, did you watch the GoPro footages at all of the riders?
1: Uh, the only one I watched was uh, a particular clip you sent to me.
2: Oh, uh, what, which one was that? I don't even remember.
1: <laughs> he sent me a clip of, uh, Ryan Dungey getting passed by Ryan Milopoto. Oh, oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. On, uh, on the phone. Right. <laughs> Um, um, I mean, let's, well, let's touch on that. Did, did the GoPro view make you change your mind at all or make you maybe, I I didn't look as bad on the GoPro as it did on the race telecast and in, and in real life of Dungy hanging Yeah, right.
1: Well, yeah, you can't really, you can only see Dungy in the corner, yeah. you don't, or at the corner of the screen, so it doesn't give you the full he turned right in a left-hand corner, um, perspective.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, what about the, um, uh, the Roxon barsha incident, I-, I watched that on GoPro. I'm even more convinced that it wasn't that dirty by Barsha. I mean, sure, it was a little aggressive and all that, but, I mean, JT, our friend Jason Thomas is convinced, you know, that was dirty, and Roxon put a little Instagram out saying he was going to get Barsha. But, I mean, it's a fast left-hand corner, and Barsha sort of drifts out there. He is ahead of Kenny, after all. So do you think there's any... Do you think there's anything going on ha- going to happen at A2 with these two guys? Do you think that was bad enough to, to cause Roxon to uh, really make sure he looks after uh, revenge?
1: I think uh, it, it's probably 50-50. It's very hard to say, I think, for sure. Marshall looks over at him and gets on the brakes. I think from there it's hard to say, was his intent at that point to knock him down or just prevent him from cutting underneath and, and passing him back? Well, I, I don't know how you could, you could know that. What is, what is the term? unequivocally, that his intent was to knock Kenny down or just to stop him from passing. Uh, but the problem is, you're getting with Barsha's reputation is terrible when it comes to these things. So, of course, Roxanne's going to think it was on purpose. You know, you might give uh, If it was Dungie doing that, I'm sure he'd give him the benefit of the doubt. But when Barsha stops, looks at you, gets on the brakes, and then you end up on the ground, uh, <laughs> right, I think that's right. judge and jury for most people. Although, I-, I kind of agree with you. I'm not sure that he intended to knock him down.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a tough, tough, tough deal for sure for both guys. I mean, I can understand Roxen being pissed, but on the other hand, I do think that Barsha was ahead of him and sort of controlled the corner and controlled the action, you know? So. Uh, right. seven zero We're going to give away a Fly Racing control kit, bars, levers, grips, kill switch, uh, all courtesy of Fly Racing. Uh, we got Racer X's own Jason Wygant on the phone. Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. So. Um, did you get a chance to go to the JGR shop and, and talk to Brayton or, or talk to those guys about Justin Brayton's remarkable Phoenix ride?
1: Yeah, he's in California uh, for the next couple of weeks here, so I didn't see him. But the, the team was really pumped because uh, you really, as a team, the best uh, performance you can have is one where at the end of the night people are like, man, and the whoop. The bike looked good in the whoop. Because we all know in Supercross, that is kind of the, the super crossroads of Supercross. The only real way that anyone tries to determine if someone's bike is working better than another is usually the whoops. And his bike was obviously good through there, or maybe it was just Brayton himself. But either way, uh, that's like a big shot in the arm for a team. Not, nothing is a bigger part of the setup equation uh, than whoops. And their bike was dialed. They're, they're definitely happy with where they are right now.
2: And, uh, yeah, it's it, interesting they switched from Showa to KYB, too. The suspension wars yeah. are on a little bit. Uh, KYB's not too happy with uh, Showa coming in and Taking JGR away, uh taking Factory cowie away. Um and for a while there about the only guys that ran KYB were star. So I think uh I mean obviously the J G R stuff last year looked fine, looked okay, but I think it's a little bit of a of, of a positive thing for KYB and for J G R that the bike looks so good.
1: Now I'm guessing KYB I haven't heard. They don't they don't have airports, I don't believe, right?
2: Um yeah, I think they do. Oh, is
1: it a KYB Air Fork?
2: I have yet to see JGR's forks up close, but they have the KYB Air Fork stock on the uh, Honda.
1: Oh, that's right. Those are KYB forks. Well, I mean, obviously these are works ones, but Mm -hmm. that's right. Honda used the KYB production Air Fork, not to be confused with people running Showa Air Forks. Kind of like Kawasaki runs... uh, I was like, about the KYB production air fork and a show on the race bike, right?
2: Yeah. Show was on the race bike. Yeah. KYB on production. Bike. I, I
1: just didn't know if KYB had a works version, but I guess it, I guess it would only make sense. So if they're making production stuff too.
2: Now, obviously you're biased. Justin Brayton's your favorite rider. Probably since Mickey yeah. Kessler. Um, yeah. Mary Karsten knows how of guys. Is this, some, yep. is this a Is this something for Brayton? I mean, can he really I, look, not even be on the podium. Can he be a top five guy every week? Something that he wasn't last year.
1: I think we all agree that he's going to be better. This is definitely a sign that he's better. I don't think that was a fluke-type race. You know, he didn't just get a whole shot and then fade. Uh, he was good the whole time. He held off Dungey, held off Barsha. He didn't hold off Villapoto, but neither did anybody else. And he stayed close. So I don't think it was a fluke deal, but I think you have to be careful where you put the expectations. I mean, if you're expecting the guy to get second every week again or stay close to Villapoto every week again, mm-hmm. that's probably not realistic. Right. So I think he's a lot better than he was. Uh... I think that maybe he is now ahead of that pack we thought he'd be in. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we, we, heck, in our pre-season videos, we put him in Tickle weimer Brayton-Short together. Maybe he has gone a notch above them. But uh, to consistently beat half of that next group, Marshall Roxon, Dungy, Stuart Reed, Filippoto, Tomac when he's back, man, that's a tall order. So I don't know if you're going to see results quite that good unless the circumstances are right. I think that track was good for him, and obviously he had a really good start.
2: And uh, we'd like to talk about the track at ATU, but we have no idea what's good, what, what what it is. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know one other thing to mention, by
1: the way, is that um, you know the Pirelli thing has been up and down through the years. Riders like them, riders don't like them. You know they're against the grain. Almost everybody's on Dunlop. Uh, that Phoenix track is one of the hardest of the year. Literally, one of the hardest, uh, dirt-wise, and one of the most difficult to get a tire right. Uh, so that's another thing that they can be pretty pumped on. Obviously, they, they have those issues. Uh, figured out right now. I, I think Andrew Short was happy with his tires too, wasn't
2: he? Yeah, definitely. Shorty's been battling tires on and off, and he seems pretty happy right now. I, I think, as of it's an interesting uh battle to watch when Pirelli came in, Bridgestone left, Pirelli came in, and and JGR went the Pirelli route. Um, and the tire wars are very fierce and competitive, as you know. Weege, so I, I feel like I've been I don't want to say sold on Pirelli's, but for a couple of years now, I've been ah, they're fine. You know, there's nothing harder than, than West Coast Supercross tracks. And we've seen the guys right. consistently get decent starts and ride right up front and, and win. I think Brayton won a heat race at one of the Anaheims one time. And, you know, I, I, yeah, I think they're good. I think they've, they, they're pretty good. I mean, look, they're a huge, massive company. They've got all these world titles. They know what they're doing. They know how to make tires.
1: When you think about all the against the grayness, they're the team running Pirellis. They're running the much-maligned Yamaha's. <laughs> uh, they're based in the east and everybody's based in the west. They're running KYV when everybody else is running Shoah. That's a lot of moving parts on that ship.
2: It's a good point. It's a good point. You're right. <laughs> they do have NFAB as a team sponsor, which, of course, is, you know, fantastic. If you need anything for your yeah. truck truck or jeep or anything like that. Um, let's get this for phone calls. Brad, what's happening? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. What's going on?
3: Uh, not much. I was just um, – in, in this contract here, I was wondering if I could get your guys' take on uh, who's come out the strongest to kind of make a statement that they're looking to keep their job or – and uh, who, who's come out the weakest that um, they need to pull up their socks a little bit.
2: Well, it's early. What do you think, Weech?
1: Well, I think the biggest disappointment has got to be Jake Weimer. It's been two terrible races uh, for him. He did get that heat race win. Um, my proof, when I said on our podcast on Sunday night, I said nobody cares who wins heat races. We basically almost forgot to mention that he won the heat race. That's soon forgotten about. The main event's been bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's – I mean, he's maybe has the most coveted spot of all, right? And it's not looking looking good right now. I'd say Brock Tickle's been better uh, than last year. i still say if RCH wants to get a
2: huge name,
1: Tickle is the perfect other guy to have. So he might be okay with what he's doing right now.
2: Yeah, I think – and I think uh, – I don't think there's any way that RCH – says, uh, yeah, you know what, um, Brock, you're our guy going forward. We're we're just gonna surround you with another, you know, secondary guy. I think you're perfectly right, Weege. He's not gonna there he hasn't shown enough or stepped up enough for them to not go out and get another guy. Um Barsha's gotten five five in two races. Jeez. Um uh, I had him yeah. winning, I had him winning Phoenix early on. And of course we know behind the scenes lots of talk about Barsha already trying to get his deals done and maybe that's hurting him a little bit. Maybe that's you know, causing him some 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 uh, concentration issues. I don't know um, why. Why would he be so adamant about wanting to have a deal done early? What does? How does he benefit from that? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, maybe uh, he just
3: finds some security in the fact that knowing he has going forward, like the right. bill weighs too heavy on him, he can't focus on other things.
2: No matter what he did, if he, but if he went out tomorrow, Brad, and broke his femur, he's going to get a big money deal for twenty fifteen. I mean, he yeah, fair enough. He's done nothing, you know, to to make anybody. Not pay him a lot of money and give him multiple years in 2015. That's true. He could just line up on the gate and do it. So maybe Barsha. Uh, to me, you know, it's it's so early, but I, I would say this guy has been uh, maybe Brayden, um, and the the worst guy maybe. Uh, I don't agree with Weimer. I don't think we just pick a Weimer. Is, is uh, he's had some uh, crashes and weird things happen to him. Uh, I'm gonna just go with somebody like uh, somebody like uh, Tickle, who has kind of. Shadowed his last season. Shadowed his last season.
3: So thanks so much, guys. Uh, enjoy the Chipotle this weekend, and uh, take care.
2: Thanks. <laughs> Speaking of Chipotle, hey. yeah, do we have it this weekend? Do we know? How about, how about that? No, I have not. Uh, I talked to Georgia today, but no
1: mention of Chipotle. I'm getting worried. Oh. We completely disagreed on the tickle thing, didn't we? Completely. 180. Yeah, I. I, I mean, my best, your worst.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Was he? Was he your best? Is he the? I just. I mean, he's doing what he did last year, and I don't think that that says to Carmichael and Kerry Hart, "Oh, I don't need to worry about a big guy." I think they still go. We got to get a big guy. We got to get a big guy. If we got money, yeah, but I think that know.
1: was the case anyway. I think that was. The, I think that means that that's how he has the ride so far, and that's how he can continue to have it uh, in the future. Hey, one other guy to mention in that topic, or both really, uh, Trey Canard and Davey Millsaps. Their deals will be up as well, right? Mm-hmm. That is not yeah. good. I, I, uh, I, you can't go too long before people, I think, start saying, yeah, but how much money do we want to invest? This guy gets hurt a lot, and you could you could make that case for both. Uh, they might not agree with it, but you yeah. could definitely be brought up at the negotiation table, and they can't do anything about it right now.
2: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, for sure. Davey's out for yeah. Supercross, right? Do we... We're pretty sure about he, that.
1: He had ACL surgery in the middle of December. I just yeah. can't see. Six months. I mean, I
2: mean even, yeah.
1: Right. I mean, maybe he would be healthy enough to race the last two, but I don't know what the point would be though. They usually don't do that.
2: Yep. Yep. And it's, it's tough for Davy too, because he hasn't been able to make it through too many outdoor seasons either. You know. Maybe but, this but, is the way to do it. But, yeah, right. Maybe it's this Supercross. is. <laughs> uh, maybe so. Let's get to Jared. Jared, what's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's happening? Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB.
1: Um, I was wondering, what do you guys think is Dungy's mindset right now? Do you think that he is he's happy with how he's gotten, you know, two-thirds in a row, or do you think that he's kind of almost panicking a little bit, thinking that, you know, okay, Brayton beat him and Reed beat him. Do you think that he's he's worried, or do you think that he's just going to try to build on this? What do you think, Weege? That's one of the biggest questions going right now, uh, if, if Dunji would ever come out and say in an interview, look, all I'm trying to do is get podium. I'm thinking long-term. I'll let these guys crash each other out, be up and down. This is my plan. then I don't think anyone would argue. But he doesn't say that. Instead, he claims that he wants to go and win races and make these passes and, and do all this stuff. And then when it doesn't happen, that's what makes you wonder, oh, yeah, is he panicking? I, I just wish he would be forthcoming. If he would just say, my goal is to be on the podium every weekend. I don't care what spot I get in. Everyone would give him a thumbs up and say, good on you, man. And that's exactly what you're doing, and it might just work. But he doesn't say that. So I tend to think that maybe he's a little worried. And could that be just that he doesn't want to say that for the fact that he's a past champion and he doesn't think he should be in that position, like that he should be winning races? Well, yeah, that's the thing. If, he, if, that's what he, if, if that is what he thinks, if the podiums are not making it happen, he he does go to every race saying, I expect to win and nothing less, then, oh, yeah, he's got to be bummed because, uh, you know, a rookie teammate beat you in the first race. You have to think, okay, that one could have been winnable. I couldn't get Brayton in this one. That one maybe could have been winnable. I mean, it's not like Poto grabbed the whole shot and put two seconds a lap at everybody. Needs these two. Dungy's had his opportunity. So if he's a yeah. winner, but he's probably a little bummed. I he, think.
2: He, you know, this is sort of shaping up last year. He was very underwhelming to start last year. Then he went and uh, won the race from the LCQ when he had his air shock problem, and he sort of took that and became, you know, the second best guy as the guys fell by the wayside. I wonder if we're going to see that again. I wonder if we're, you know, he's just going to take a little bit to get going. If I'm Decoster or Ryan Dungey, I'm not happy with the first two races. Even though he's on the podium, both of them, I'm not happy. But maybe he'll keep going. Yeah, it's, it's still, still early.
1: And do you think that could affect the whole deal with
2: KTM and his contract? Because he's up this year too, right, Ryan Dungy is? Uh, no, I think he re-signed for two years. He was up last year.
1: Oh, really? oh okay, I didn't yep. know that. Because I was wondering if that was going to be a factor for the fact that Rodson's up, and if he's up too, if, you know, how that Rod. could work if Rock starts winning.
2: Yeah, I think he, uh, he's got another, another two years on his deal. I didn't know for sure. I, I, I intend to ask Roger about that at some point. Okay. Thanks, Jerry. All right. Well, that's, that's all I was wondering. Thank you. Thank you. It, uh, I mean, if, if Dunge is playing it safe and, and waiting for guys to get hurt, I, I mean, I guess that could happen. That's not a bad strategy, Wigant, to just get on the podium every week.
1: Well, like I said, if he would just say it, I think yeah. everyone would get up back all together. I, I know from talking to him directly, uh, the outdoors a couple of years ago, that was much more of his strategy than he was publicly saying. Uh, and then it worked out brilliantly. And I'm just thinking to myself, man, I would I would talk a little junk on right. that. I would right. I would spray that pump all over the place because you actually look brilliant when it probably seems on the outside that you look like a, you're not aggressive enough or you're a wimp or you don't want it bad enough.
2: Right. You're referring to like when he raced James a couple of years back. Uh, no comment. Oh. No
1: oh. comment. Oh. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't I don't know what the, James who I don't know what the, I, this is off the record. So I don't I don't know what you're alluding to.
2: All right, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Jay, what's up? You got a question about the broadcast?
3: Yeah, hey, guys, great show. Thank um you. I just wanted to give some credit. I've been watching, you know, i watched both races, and uh, I'm pretty impressed with the broadcast. I heard a lot of junk on the Internet, you know, about how people didn't like this and didn't like that. But uh, overall, I thought they did a really good job, and uh, I just kind of wanted your opinion on this week. I heard about Anaheim and your opinion about the, the A1 race, but how you thought it went this week if you watched the TV broadcast. I thought they've been very good.
2: Well, we do have the voice of the outdoors here, man, who's gunning for Ralph's job. Just kidding. Yeah, very I'm jealous. kidding. I'm very kidding. Very jealous. I love. I like the presentation. I feel like they they've stepped up on the Fox Sports uh, package. Uh, the slow mo cameras—they are very much in love with it. But they it is pretty cool. Um, I like the new girl. She likes hockey, so I like her. Um, um, yeah, I think it's. I think it's okay. What do you think, Weej? Yeah, I think.
1: Some of those things are so um, automatic that I wonder if everybody catches it. Obviously, our caller here did. Like, I-, I think they have been good. I think they have been better, too. Uh, they're-, they're showing a real effort. Um, but I think some of that stuff is so seamless. It's like you don't even realize part, part of the time, oh, yeah, wait. They never did have slow motion before or yeah. slow motion like that. Right. Um, no, I think there's a real effort there. I think they also well, they do a good job, and this started last year. When they have those big breaks, uh, and during the live show, uh, mm-hmm. they have some really cool features. Uh, they had a chat re interview at the Phoenix one that was very good. Uh, a Millsap thing that was very good. Anaheim one. Those things are underrated. They're they're really well done.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I think the uh, yeah the Millsap thing was was really good. Um, I wish Ricky and Jeff would tell us a little more about what's going on out there. But at this point, neither one of them is going to change. They are what they are. <clears throat> I wish they knew a little more than. Six or seven teams, but hey, whatever. Um, they 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 both do, they do a good job. I think Wyndham's going to get in the booth a little bit, and that should be interesting when RC's gone. I th- I heard McGrath was going to get in the booth, and then I heard McGrath wasn't going to get in the booth. So I don't know who's oh, getting in the booth oh. for that. So I I
1: agree. I would like to hear a little more technical stuff uh, from those guys, but I don't know. I don't know why they don't do it. They 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 have to know more about riding a motorcycle. They're letting on. They have to.
2: You would think yeah, so. I mean, you would think so. <laughs> yeah that
3: stuff definitely seems to be lacking a little bit but I the overall presentation it uh it used to remind me of watching kind of like you know like a secondary type of broadcast where now it seems like a pro level like a pro sports broadcast where you don't notice all these glaring issues and I don't know I just wanted it cuz it just seems like all you ever hear is negative and I thought it was I think it's pretty good
2: so Yeah, yeah I think you'll never anyway. make everybody happy I heard a lot of negative also I don't I think it was better I do I think the the presentation looks better. Uh, Krista Voda is a, a motorsports uh, veteran, so people were really bagging on her for not being a monster girl. While well, I'd rather have a chick that <laughs> knows which camera to look into and, and knows how to, you know, conduct herself. So I'm with you. Uh, thanks, uh, Jay. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Uh, if you want to win the Fly Racing Control Pack, uh, give us a call. We're gonna uh, we're gonna award the best question coming up here. Why we, well, yeah, not? You pick it. You pick some dude to win the Fly Racing Control Pack.
1: What what am I picking based on?
2: Uh if you like their question or not.
1: Oh, the best question that we've had of all the callers.
2: Or no, coming up forward from now. We can't really go back in time. So from now.
1: So these guys that just called are disqualified?
2: Yep. They're out.
1: Oh, that's fair.
2: <laughs> hey Justin, <laughs> you want to talk about Trey Kennard?
4: Yeah, that's uh I got an interesting question. Just kinda of, he's a fly rider, so that kinda of fits in here but Yes
2: he is. Uh, oh, definitely the best oh, so far.
4: Oh. That's right. Um, so we've been focusing on all the top guys, you know, RV, Dungy, uh, Rocks, and all those guys. When Kanar comes back, uh, where will he sit in there? And he's been under the radar. I don't see any social media or anything about him. He flies really low. So um, do you guys know anything in the pits, what you've heard from Honda? And when he comes back, will he be a top 10, 5, 15
1: guy? Where do you think?
2: What do you think, Weej?
1: I'm a little worried uh, just because I know he's been forced off the bike for a while. He was actually actually at Anaheim 1 hanging out. Obviously, he's going to have some time off in, like, the most critical time of the year. I think everybody gets way better between rounds one and three. And then you pretty much have it dialed. That's pretty much where you're going to be. He's going to miss all that. Uh, So it's going to be tough to make up that kind of ground. And it's really too bad because... At Anaheim 1, I think you could make the argument that Barsha was the fastest guy there. What do you think, Mathis? That's that's a realistic argument to make, right? And I would also think that if you're Kennard, Kennard and Barsha have been so close the last year or so. You know, at first they were so close, they were close all year. Last year, I've got to think that if Barsha was that fast there, Kennard would think, well, I could have easily been doing that exact same thing. Uh, So that's really got to be tough to take. I think he's doing a good job trying to keep his spirits up, but got to hurt a
2: little bit. I think we're going to see him at Dallas. So I think he comes back at Dallas. That's
1: a long way. That's a lot of races for everybody to be up to speed. It is. It is.
4: Well, what do you? Where's his, what's the mentality of the team? Are they thinking, okay, Supercross is out? Do we think outdoors? Or do we think he's going to break his body again and start thinking about Supercross for next year? Or does he just start being a mentor for these guys
3: or something?
2: Um... I think I think he's fine. I don't think, I think he he's going to run top 5 6 7 in Supercross. Yeah. You know, I, I without a doubt. Why, good. Right? I, Weege? I mean, that's, that'll yeah. be his spot, which is but I mean, we're talking about a guy that was going for wins. So.
1: Right. That's yeah. what I'm afraid. Of. I think there was a chance that he was going to come in this year and really be good. Really really be good. Be right in there, you know, winning races or or right there in the hunt for a title. I think he was potentially in position to do that, and I don't know if he'll be quite at that level, you know, when you miss uh, six, seven weeks and everybody else is racing. That's, that's the bummer part.
2: Thanks, Justin. Yeah,
4: I'm a, no problem. I'm a huge fan, and I'm glad you guys are still behind him because I hate to see these good guys uh, just fade out, like, Aww, uh, you know, man. due to injuries and things. So I'm,
2: I'm glad to hear it. Right on. Thanks, man. Uh, we're glad to hear it, too. Uh, let's go to Mario. Mario. Yeah. What's up, guys? What's happening? Is this Mario Lemieux? No,
6: this is the uh, friend of the South. Well, like we said, New North Carolina. White right now, weed you live in? The North Carolina uh, Devil.
1: Yeah. Yes, I'm very confused. Uh, you, 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 are you from New Jersey? Carry a little bit win of win that. Win
6: or lose, again. drink the booze. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah, win it. or lose, drink the, the booze.
1: Yeah, man, we did some trail riding uh, Thanksgiving last year in the filet mignon. Of the pine Mignon. Oh yeah. Nice.
6: Listen, I'm going on record. I know they beat you up, Weej, but yep. top, top three b-rider on a bike, guaranteed. Okay. <clears throat> Jason Wygant, Jason. guaranteed. I, I, okay. So don't I be a hater better. on him because he can ride. Well, there
2: is, there, 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 is this, <clears throat> there is this race called Loretta as it comes up, and uh, you know if if Weege was serious, he could probably get in and uh, do it.
1: Well, uh, I do know this. Speaking of results, there's no doubt that the Fly control pack or whatever it is is going this direction. These are the kind of calls I appreciate. People calling and saying I'm a much better rider than most people know. Yeah.
2: Congratulations, Mario. You win the Fly Racing control package, tapered, ha- aero tapered <laughs> handlebars, Pilot 2 MX yeah. grips, billet, kill switch, and easy pull pro lever kit. It's $225 value. 225 yeah. value from Fly Racing. They make much more than gear, helmets, and casual wear, Mario. They make much hey, more. Not only that, but I'm a
6: fan of Fly Gear, X Brands, BTO, you name it, and Y Gang can prove it. And here's the deal, Weege. Remember, you're coming to the East Coast, correct?
1: Oh, we're coming so to the East Coast, motherland, baby, end of April.
6: All right. So, listen, I'll put that stuff. The Fly Gear pack goes on to 350 for you to okay. ride it at English Town. That would be what, on Wednesday the
2: 23rd?
1: Okay. Sounds like a fly. Right. Come in early to, the in anyway. in early to we'll ride the it. fly
2: with the fly racing control package, Weech. Yes. Mario. I, we'll, we'll we'll won get to my Mario, thanks for uh thanks for winning and calling and hold on the line. Okay, buddy. All right.
1: Yeah. Uh, Win or lose, drink the booze. That's my man, Mario. You just got owned by New Jersey.
2: I did. John.
1: Yes, sir. What's going on, man?
2: What's up? What's your question for uh Jason Wygant?
1: I just have a Maybe y'all could do some insight. Uh Tedesco and short and all them are where, are running the air shock, but then Kenny said that he has to run the old shock. Is uh Dunge run the old style shock too, or the I mean does the factory team have it figured out and then the factory support team is not? Or what, like what's going on with that?
2: Weeds, do you know?
1: Yeah, uh it's it's really kinda of sad. I, I talked to Dungey about at an Anaheim one and he said I do like it, but until the reliability is where we, we know for sure we're not going to have problems, I'm not going to run it. Which is strange that there are two other riders on the
2: track. Yeah. Just like, hey, let's go for it. He he tri- I think he tried it in a practice. Did he not? I know Kenny did. No, Roxon Rock, uh, did. I don't believe Dungie is ever going to
1: try it, uh, it or did try it at all. Yeah. So right. sounds like the other two are the guinea pigs to me.
2: Yeah. A little, little sketchy. Um, yeah, but. That, that
1: that's what I was figuring. I was like, the factory support teams look like they get it figured out, but then the factory team does it. it just seems a little weird, but whatever. It's a each his yeah. problem, I guess. Well can you? You do- know, I think I think to be realistic and and fair to KTM, if you think about it, if Short or Tedesco had a problem with the shock and they DNF a race, it really isn't the same level of disaster as it would be for Roxanne and Dungey, who they realistically expect to be in the point time for the title. So I think you really have to be fair there and say. No offense, Shorty and Tedesco, but that's where it's at right now.
2: Yeah, really good point. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks, John. Yep. Uh, cool. Racer X's own Jason Wygant, Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. We got our our next guest coming in, uh, former top privateer. Maybe you've heard of him, Jason Thomas.
1: I'm just glad that everyone knows how New Jersey politics work, and we just worked the system and got ourselves some gifts.
2: Next thing you know, you'll be closing down bridges.
1: Yeah, I, I was the one in charge of the cones, as uh, Chris Christie said.
2: <laughs> right, right. Working the cones. Thanks, Weege. <laughs> All right. See you, guys. See ya. All right. JT, welcome to the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, um, we talked a lot of 450s with Ygan, so I want to talk a little 250s with you. Uh, My specialty. Yeah, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. 586 We got uh, the Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. We're here for a little bit a while longer. Thanks to uh, Mario for winning the uh, Fly Racing Control Package. JT, Fly Racing makes a lot more than just gear.
1: Uh, yeah, we have hard parts, we have everything. I mean, it's, uh, the brand is, is growing by leaps and bounds all the time, which is nice because you kind of have to have success to be able to grow and it all works together.
2: Actually, uh, fantastic. Let's talk two fifties. So we've seen the same race two weeks in a row for the top four positions.
1: Yeah. Mirror image. Pretty crazy. I don't know that I've ever seen it like that.
2: Me neither. Do we see it again? Can we see it again? I mean, honestly, the, the gap with, Sealy and Anderson, the first two races. And then Osborne and Wilson are close to the same, and they're they're ahead of uh, the next group. There's a possibility we could see the same race. I don't think so, but there's a possibility we see the same thing. Yeah, we could. I don't expect to see. I, I could see the Osborne and Wilson thing playing out again, but I really don't
1: think we're going to see exactly the same scenario with with Sealy and Anderson. That's just too too coincidental. You know, I, I for them to get out on the start together – uh, for Sealy to kind of fall apart that last lap, it, there, it's just there's way too many variables for that to happen again. Uh, the running order could be the same though. I, I wouldn't be too shocked to see the same running order, but I don't think we're going to see that last lap dramatic pass again.
2: Um, has Anderson Anderson's been better than you thought, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely didn't see him coming out and winning the first two races. So I w- yeah, I, I thought he was going to be good, but not yeah. that good.
2: Is Sealy where you thought he would be? Is that, I did, yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: Okay. Um, I, I thought if anybody was going to win the first two out of those two, it would be Sealy. But I mean, Sealy's led you know twenty five out of thirty laps, so it's hard to really be too down on Sealy when you look at it pure you know pure statistics. Uh, the bummer thing is just I think he he knows that he's let six points get away, which you know it's not the end of the yeah. world, but uh, hopefully he's not looking back on this uh, at Vegas with you know thinking that he could have had the championship
3: because of that.
2: If you're Sealy's team manager, like, what do you what do you say to him? What how do you do you? I mean, I guess you you prefer to look on the positive side. Hey, two two, you know, start the year, it's been a great thing. But do you, do well, you, do you, I, wor- you know, do you we're not to- privy
1: we're not privy to all the information. You know, he he's tweeted out there and stuff that he's gone. He found some stuff out at the doctor, and we don't really know the details with that. So um, I'm I'm sure that uh, Tyler Keith knows more than we do. And if that is the case, then you're just hoping that they sort out whatever health issues. Used- issues he's having and then everything should be good um i obviously wouldn't be too down on him he's rode incredibly well uh it's just you know finishing out that that last lap basically and and not letting him get too mentally down on himself i think is really key because with with the way that last lap is going it would be easy to kind of get bummed out and not really see how great he is riding Mm you just kind of have to keep it all in focus and realize hey we're six points out of the title You've been the dominant rider so far. You just, you know, we got to clean it up a little bit that last lap, and we're all good.
2: Yeah, looking at the lap times, like, Sealy's not dropping off. You know, that's why, like, when he said he was sick or whatever, I was surprised because his times were good the whole race in Phoenix. They were good the whole race in in Anaheim. It's not like he's getting tired. It's just such the small stuff, and then Anderson's riding perfect. It's like a perfect storm. Yeah. At Anaheim, he—I think he
1: just got a little bit, a little bit uh, complacent. That last lap, he didn't think Anderson was that close, and he should have—he shouldn't have left the door open. I don't think he did anything really wrong, other than maybe just, maybe just not paying enough attention. At Phoenix, he made a huge mistake. Anderson should have never been that close. Uh, when they came through the sand on the last lap, he got hung up in the hay bale there. Otherwise, Anderson had no chance at getting him. Mm-hmm. So, you look at it. There, there's. Real reasons why it happened, you know, and that—that's the whole thing. We don't really know what's going on with his health or anything like that. But you can really point to legitimate reasons why he let those slip away. So it's not a situation where you're looking at Dean Wilson. You're kind of scratching your head, and and I don't know that Dean has real answers for how to fix his, his problems. See, you can just look at real reasons. Like, okay, I ran into the hay bales. You can't do that, you know. Right, the, right. At Anaheim, I, I just really, really left the door open there. I wasn't paying attention to how close he could have been. So. uh I don't think it's a huge issue for him. It's just the bummer is you're you know, he should be have a, a fifty point score instead of forty four.
2: Pro circuit team. It's not good over there. Um, now Dean's gone four four. Who out of Justin Hill and uh Darren Durham and Dean Wilson, who's been the most disappointing? Uh
1: I would have to say Durham, mm-hmm. but if you're it, it depends on how your what your your perspective is. Uh, I really felt like that Dean was the favorite to win this title, much as I did in 2013. So, if you look at at the the margin of defeat for Dean, maybe you could go with Dean. But if you're just looking at pure results, you're kind of uh, you know you have to be a little bit uh, you know shocked at how how bad Durham's done. Um, I know he he got a, he had a, a little fall and couldn't get his bike started, so it's a little bit skewed with that. But I really thought that Durham was going to be a podium contender. And from what we've seen so far, he hasn't even really been close or even a threat. So, a uh, little bit a little bit perplexed on what's going on with him, mm-hmm. but, you know, there, there's still a lot of racing left, that so maybe he can turn it around.
2: Uh, let's get to some calls. Rugs, what's up?
1: Hey, how's it going?
2: Good, thanks for calling.
1: Hey, I had a question. I was watching the Helmet Cams, and Jason Anderson wears – I don't even know how to pronounce it, but it's the same helmet Caroli wears in Europe. Arrow. Ah, uh, yeah. I was wondering – win the last time some off-brand helmet won a championship. Hmm. Bell and Shoei are pretty well taken care of, but uh, you know, that company in particular isn't that big in the U.S. So. J- J-T-, that was my question. J- JT, did you ever... it, it is a pretty big company. That, you know, When you say off-brand, I can understand where he's coming from just because you don't see it a ton, but as far as the company, they're, they're a big company. They're just not as popular in the U.S. Did you win any, um, but... any
2: German titles with Ocelot helmets at all?
0: <laughs>
2: anything? It, it, it no.
1: Didn't anything no i no. i think the most uh you know obscure helmet i wore was probably biafee which you'd never see anymore um ever yeah, since I, I wasn't i wasn't out there winning races uh i think uh you know the guys winning races like uh saps wore an agv which you really hardly ever see
2: yogi won um,
1: an AGV. yeah yogi won with an agv but title wise yeah i yeah. Tend to see that the companies with the most money are able and the most, the best reputations go after the title contenders. So it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, goes hand in hand.
2: Good, good question, though, Ruggs. Yep, thank you. Thanks. Um, nothing with German supercrosses. You always wore Fly?
1: Um, the beginning of my career, I wore Biafi and then, uh, yeah, kind of all over. Showy for a minute and then Fly for a long time. All right,
2: let's get KBC, to KBC
1: for a little bit. Oh, KBC. Yeah, yep. uh, Josh. yeah. Josh, KBC KBC makes a lot of people's helmets, so they're they're a lot more in the in
5: the industry than you would think. But,
2: uh, Josh, what's happening?
5: Hey, what's going on, Steve? What's up? Yeah, you know what? I was trying to call in last, or I was going to try to call in last week, but I'm pretty. I was pretty busy with work, and I just couldn't take a break. But um, so it's kind of like a little bit of a delayed topic. I was watching. I didn't get to watch the press conference live, but. Um, I went back and found like the archive on it and sat and watched it a uh, couple couple days or like the maybe the day before the race or something but my my I had a kind of a comment about it and a question to you guys i for for like they're t- them trying to grow the sport like they are, and you know that's all you ever hear anymore make the sport bigger, make the sport bigger um, i I really wasn't that impressed with the press conference like it was the first one I've really got to watch pretty much. The whole way through, mm-hmm. I guess, and it just kind of seemed a little janky to me. And what what do you what are you looking for? They're not going to go face to face and and do the whole you know
3: Apollo Creed, even Drago thing.
2: But that would be Right, right I got but, you. But, but like it just I just
5: thought it was kind of like a little cheese ball. How they there was like what two guys that they would one guy would get up and talk and then he would introduce the other guy and then he'd go back behind a curtain, the other guy would come out and it was just it just seemed a little I don't know. Well, I just thought they
1: could have Yeah, and I understand what you're saying, but you have to realise too that these these athletes, uh, they didn't they didn't really have any training for this kind of stuff per se. They didn't
5: go to No, I'm not talking about of... the athletes, I'm talking about like the the two guys, the main two, like, guys that spoke at it, you know what I mean? Like, and which which that probably goes just along with that, which I, I got you. Uh, Jeff Emmick has
1: been one many times, and he has no real real training in that area. Um, right. So with a lot of guys you're dealing with that, these guys aren't, um, they're just not, they don't have a lot of experience, like, with a real press conference. They're, my, they're not Michael Buffer or Bruce Buffer, you know what I mean? It's so nice I understand what you're saying, too, but it's, it, that's probably the reason for it.
2: Some fireworks I, or, like, dancing monkeys? That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah.
5: No, I just, I don't know. I was just, I don't, it was the first one I've really got. I mean, I've caught in clips from it, you know, from the previous yeah. ones, things like that, but I've never got to really sit down, and I just, for, for like, how big the sport is now, I just kind of was expecting a little bit more, you know. It just seemed funny that they were like, okay, and back to him, and then back to him, and and they just kept kind of, one guy would come up, and the other guy would come up. Like, I thought maybe they should have just – maybe got a couple extra faces in it or something, you know? All
0: right. It, it seemed like nobody wanted to be there. Not the right – They, they, don't. they, not, don't. Not, no, they the, don't. No,
5: they don't. Not the not, not right <laughs> – yeah. The press – No one really looked
0: no pumped to be there. The press wasn't asking questions. It was just like, we have to do this because we have to. Let's make it as short as possible uh, and just put everyone out of their misery. Tits is
2: on Josh's bandwagon, yeah.
0: I, I watched what? it, and I'm like, there is absolutely nothing good about this. Like, <laughs> no <laughs> – it's sad, I, I really was hoping for something. How do you fix that though I, I don't know right. Well the, the press a huge problem
1: right? with it <laughs> is I think the press I think the press doesn't ask real questions because they know they're not going to get any real answers right
0: yeah, every gonna every
1: say. answer is going to be every answer is going to be a manufactured right. process. Yeah, I feel great. my bikes are better than it's ever been. I'm ready, more ready than I've ever been, et cetera, and the press is just kind of over it, I think I think they know they're not getting anything out of it. they're there to take pictures and they are there because their job requires them to be, but right. This, this sport has turned into such a watered-down product as far as what riders are willing to say or put out there, from everything from injuries to where the bike's at to yada, yada. So I just think everyone's become jaded in that aspect, how about, and, and no one's how, really crying.
2: How about Wygant? I think Wygant hosted one, or he went to one a few years ago, where everyone was asked what the title would mean to them, and they all went, ah, yeah, whatever. Like they really didn't, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it was near the end of the year. It was, this, it was near the end of yeah, the year with, the for, for Vegas. What would this winning this title be? And none of them were like, "I want to win this title." None of them said that.
1: That was with that was with Carmichael, Reed, and Stewart. Yeah, that was yeah. the last last Vegas race in 06 mm-hmm. going into that. You, yeah, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, it'd be another title. No right. big deal. Blah yeah. blah." blah. Yeah. Right, right. Do well, you, yeah, like, do you think, but deep down, it's war.
0: Do you think? If you got the riders in a room without the other riders, like you did them one at a time, would they be more open to, to like, actually saying something? Because it seems like none of them wanted to step on each other's toes or say, you know, how much they wanted. Like, do you think if if you got them by themselves? They tried that. Did they? They they tried having the guys out of the room back in the day. Uh They had to have everybody up front. Then uh, they were
2: one at a time. One at a time. It didn't help. No, because then the trainers were in the back monitoring everything, and they would just tell the rider. Uh, It was, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and, and you have to you have to understand too that those guys, a lot of those guys up on that stage, aren't huge fans of each other. So to get them all on the same stage at the same time, all handing microphones over to each other right before Anaheim one starts, probably not the most conducive environment to getting you know a lot of talk going. So uh, yeah. yeah, thanks, Josh. Just getting there,
5: all in the same room is tough enough.
2: Good points, Josh. Thanks, man. Hey, you guys have a good one, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know what the fix is. I didn't yeah, watch yeah, it. I so don't know that there is one, is, honestly. Yeah, I, yeah. Those guys
1: aren't, they're not forced to talk. They're not forced to to hand over information. So, yeah. I, I really don't know, you know, other than like waterboarding them. I don't know what we can do. <laughs> oh,
2: that'd be kind of good. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't watch it, so I can't really comment, but I can imagine I've seen enough of them that yeah. I can imagine what it's like. You didn't miss anything. Right, right, exactly. Um, all right, JT, thanks for coming on the show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Fly Racing no Moto 60 uh, Show. Talk to you guys soon. Presented by Infab. We'll see you this weekend at A2, bud. Bye, JT. Yeah. All right, more press conferences, better press conferences. Better. More. That's what we learned from this. Yeah. Nothing you can do about it. I don't think. Well, it doesn't help that your hero isn't the greatest either. No, no. I blame well, him. Well, 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 it's it's
0: hard because most of them, when you get them by themselves, when it's like with your post race press, your post race interviews, most of them will give you something like they're actually enjoyable to listen to. But so it's like, okay, well can you even get them in a situation well, like that to give you, you know, to be real or
2: not, you know. uh, not tooting my own horn to toot, toot. Maybe I just ask better questions. Maybe you got to know what to ask instead of like, what would this title mean sure. to you? Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I know what that better. Maybe, maybe,
0: maybe you should start going to these press conferences and ask those questions. Yes, and excuse
2: me, and Mr. Dungie, I have a question No, no, right here, <laughs> right here.
0: You have to answer. My hands up. My hands up.
2: As he's just gazing in the room. (laughs) Right here. Anyone? Yeah. (laughs) Bueller. (laughs) All right, everybody. That has been the. Let's wrap this thing up. This has been the uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show presented by NFAB. Fly Racing designs its racewear to complement the rider's natural movements on the motorcycle. No unnecessary distractions. Straightforward, no nonsense. Function, fit, and style. Fly Racing products are distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. We gave away a Fly Racing control kit tonight. Uh, aero tapered handlebars, Pilot 2 MX grips, Billet kill switch, and an easy pull lever kit. 225 bucks to uh, Mario. Why, well, again? Picked it. His buddy. <laughs> N-Fab. Uh, N-Fab.com. They gave away the t- tickets to Anaheim, too, to uh, Mike. So good job on that. Nfab fab is the Jeep and uh, truck products leader... Been making quality Nerf bars, pre-runners, other off-road accessories. Uh, they design and manufacture the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars out there. If you need something for your truck, N-Fab have it, has it. Proud sponsor of JGR Yamaha. Thanks, everybody. It's been a terrific time. We will see you next Thursday, same time, same place, to talk about Oakland. See ya.